Would you like to introduce it this time, or shall I? Yeah, I, I think you're the best at this. All right. Hello, and welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Erin, and with me, as always, is my husband, Cameron. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Nice, nice. So I feel like we should point this out for this episode of Magnum P.I., mm-hmm. which is called Never Again, Never Again. It was Never Again, Ellipse. Never again. Yeah, but I'm not going to take the five seconds for the ellipse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to point out, Nazis yeah. are bad. Yes. I think that... I, think... I feel like that should be a blanket statement. Just like, murder is bad. Yeah. 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 This is a Nazi-heavy episode. You know what? These past two Magnum episodes have been dealing with heavy stuff like the IRA bombings. Yeah. And now, you know, we're dealing with Holocaust survivors. Yeah, so... So, pretty hard stuff. Yeah, it's not... Heavy. Not something... Not something to, uh... Make fun of! <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like, obviously we'd never make fun no. of... No. God, no, of course not. Magnum. <laughs> but, and yeah. And Rick. Oh. And Grady. Oh, Rick. Well, so, oh, and speaking of Rick... Uh-huh. We asked, last time we did a Magnum episode... Yeah. We were wondering about why his name was... Rick, yeah. even though his name is Orville, why'd he go by Rick? Right. And you said, well, it's usually Richard. Mm-hmm. I kind of remembered, I put two and two together mm-hmm. when I re-listened to that. Uh-huh. And in the very first episode, remember, he had like disco Casablanca going on. Okay. Uh, his bar was like, he was dressed like Rick from Casablanca. So oh, I think okay. he, I think it's like an assumed, like he really is into Humphrey Bogart oh, okay. and Casablanca. Okay. So that's why they call him Rick or I assume he, that's wow. what he wants to be called. In-depth character knowledge. Well, I mean, like... So it's, enlightening. Well, it is kind of silly. It wasn't even, like, overtly stated in right. that episode. Mm-hmm. It's taken, like, seven episodes for me to <laughs> put it all together. And they don't really make a deal no. of it. So, but, yeah, I figured it out. That's I would like to point out, though, this episode really makes a case for Rick being a really good business owner. <laughs> I He was surprisingly savvy. He was. Like, he... Of all, like, the three principal, well, four, I guess if you count Huggins, too. Mm-hmm. But of, like, the three the Vietnam three guys, Vietnam buddies, mm-hmm. he's the only one who actually seems like he's got his poop together. Right. TC is, I don't even know what's going on with TC right now. I don't we'll, either. We'll get into it. But, yeah, he's, like, a responsible business owner who seems <laughs> to know what he's doing. Well, let's get into the episode. IMDb describes this episode as Magnum helps two elderly Jewish Holocaust survivors who are being pursued by Nazis. That's right. And you want to help the survivors and not the Nazis. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Just in case you're wondering. Yeah. If you learned anything from reading the diary of Anne Frank or watching, I don't know, all of those movies about all the, the Holocaust. movies ever. Or just being alive in the world. Just Or just being alive in the world. Nazis you know, are terrible human Nazis beings. Nazis are, are horrible. There's not good Nazis. No. No, there's not. No. There is not. And in, in fact, Higgins actually has a, a line at the end where he's like, oh, I wanted you to know. There's no such thing as little yeah. fish when it comes to Nazis. So even your secretaries yeah, or yeah. your gardeners, you know, well, people who weren't directly involved in right. gassing all these people who were still supportive of Nazis, they're still bad people. Right. He was referencing the Nuremberg trials yeah. and basically mm-hmm. like there was not a good Nazi. No. I mean, we'll get into we'll get into why he says all this. Mm-hmm. I mean, and why it's necessary. I guess it's not necessary, but and in not, the context of the show, it does sort of make today's sense. Today's society, it might be necessary. In the 80s, they all knew Nazis were bad. Yeah, but the fact that Huggins needs to like 
reiterate this mm-hmm. to Magnum. There's a reason for it. It's not like Magnum's like, I'm confused. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a reason why it's brought up. Yeah. Anyway, the episode starts off with two strangers arriving in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. They're on the phone with a guy named Kessler, and they're talking about capturing this man and this woman. Mm-hmm. We find out these people are Saul and Lena Greenberg, mm-hmm. who have a successful t-shirt shop? They sell shirts to tourists. Yeah. And and I was thinking, oh, that's where Rick gets all the shirts from. <laughs> and he does get all his shirts from yeah. there. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And it establishes early on that Saul and his wife are are really a part of the community. They really are, yeah. There's a guy named Miko who's, like, encouraging them to go to, like, mm-hmm. a bicycle race. and Pocahontas' like, raccoon, sure. Pocahontas' raccoon? Yeah, its name was Miko. Oh, oh I <laughs> thought you were calling the guy Pocahontas' <laughs> raccoon. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, Pocahontas' You've been watching raccoon. too much Magnum. <laughs> Pocahontas' raccoon was named Miko. Yeah, okay, yeah, so Pocahontas' raccoon. That's the only other time I've ever heard the name Miko. So I was like, hey, <laughs> I've go. heard of another Miko before. So, Saul... <laughs> it wasn't weird. <laughs> I don't know. It, it came off weird. Oh, well, then cut it if it comes off weird. No, no, no. we got to keep it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyway, Saul says goodbye to Miko. He goes inside of his t-shirt shop, starts grabbing, like, his left arm, like, there's something... Like, he's having a heart attack, Yeah. Right? And because his body is saying, hey, we've got to we got to start moving. He's got like I a feel like I'm being sense. A, yeah, it's a spidey sense. For it's sure. like a, or a Nazi sense or it's like a danger arthritis. There was like some <laughs> character in a movie and I don't remember which one it was, but I thought of it as soon as I, you know, watched the scene. Mm-hmm. This guy was always like, oh, my foot hurts. Oh, God, they're on my tail, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it was yeah. an early alarm system. <laughs> yeah, like Your you body get, is, like, the psychic or the something. The arthritis <laughs> knows when someone's trying to get you. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, thanks, arthritis, because now I can't run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, I forgot um, what show that was from, but. So Saul tells Lena, his wife, he's like, mm-hmm. we're going to close the T-shirt shop. <laughs> and she's like, really? Yeah. And he's like, no. I feel it in me bones. Uh, there's, like, bad juju yeah. out in the world. We need to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Rick's club, where Rick is being a, you know, surprisingly competent businessman. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, balancing the books or whatever. TC's just there. Just drinking. to be like, hey, remember? Here's TC. Yeah. This is a useless scene where Magnum gets smacked by a client because, uh, you know, he did yeah. what the client had wanted. But it's just to be like, hey, here's TC. It's here's and then TC leaves, and then the important character comes in, Saul. It, yeah. And that, that was the entire reason for that scene. What I'm annoyed with with the way they're using TC right now mm-hmm. is, like, they're trying to incorporate him in the episode. But if there's not, like, a helicopter in yeah. the episode, he has nothing to do. He has nothing, he has to, nothing do. to do. He has nothing no. to do. So it's just he like... He like, is TC and helicopter not TC. Yeah, he he is identified. He is, like he, he's a husband and wife team yeah, with him in the helicopter. Yeah, he's like the Brangelina. He's like yes. the T-copter. Yes, exactly. Like if, like he can't even go on stakeouts with them because he doesn't have his helicopter with oh them. Oh my gosh, like they really need his help yeah. in this episode and he's like I can't reach him. He's yeah, not picking up. He's, <laughs> because we have no use for a helicopter. We could really so. use a third man for this operation, <laughs> but he just ain't picking up. Yeah. So, the helicopter has turned off the phones. <laughs> Saul comes in uh, at this point mm-hmm. to drop off these waiters' jackets. So apparently yeah. they do t-shirts and waiters' jackets, or maybe the waiters' jackets are like crazy and Hawaii t-shirts. And tuxedos. 
and tuxedo. Like, it was specifically stated this yes. is a t-shirt shop. Yes, so. but he also makes tuxedos. They're all kind of like having... <laughs> I think his t-shirt shop, too, was more like one of those um, Oceanside Beach shops oh, where yeah, you like just a... get, like, sunsets printed on a white shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? like, what is that called? Like, the, yeah, the, uh, the spray... Uh... I, I forget what they're called, but you pick out the pattern and they just put it on one of these... <laughs> Itchy, itchy white shirts. Yeah. And like, that'll be $40. And it says, like, Panama City Beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that was the t shirt like, shop. Like a skull had. with, like, eyes coming out. Or uh, skull with eyes. A skull with, like, a snake coming out of it or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a word for it. I know we'll probably think of it later. <laughs> right in. Let us know. But um, Saul comes in and does, like, the whole. <laughs> you know, when, like, TV shows are like, all right, we got to show that this guy's, like, charming and everyone likes him. And mm-hmm. they're like, telling the jokes mm-hmm. and they're like the dumbest jokes in the world but the other actors have to be like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you're a card Saul you know and that's kind of what's going on in this yeah. and he says they're going on vacation at which point I was like where do Hawaiians go on vacation Aspen yeah <laughs> I mean he does eventually say they're going to New York right. but it really was like a question like yeah if you live in Hawaii I guess your vacation spots would be like ski towns or Boise something. Idaho yeah. <laughs> Something because different. Because it'd be so different. Yeah. yeah. So, if you're from Hawaii and you're listening, let us know where you go on vacation. <laughs> For sure. So, it, like, Saul, like, leaves something there. It's like a, I think it's the check, maybe. No, he leaves a bill along with the shirts, but he also put in the tuxedo because they were shutting down their business in order to run away. Yeah. and that, So, he finished I, up Rick's tuxedo as well and put that in the pile of clothes. Oh, right. There and that's go. when Rick was like, hey, the tuxedo's in here, but he didn't charge me for it. And I that's why go. Magnum I... and Rick go after him in uh, order to pay for the tuxedo. Oh, wow. That is like, like we can't get away with this free Rick, dry cleaning. Rick yeah. is the one who went after it. Yeah, it's a good Because he is a good businessman. <laughs> Rick is apparently becoming like the moral center of Magnum <laughs> oh P.I. Oh, my God. Isn't that a weird twist? That's the biggest twist. What's a twist? <laughs> and Mags is like, well, I'm driving, and I use that term loosely, Tom Selleck cannot handle a Ferrari. No. Oh, <laughs> like, my. I mean, it was like gentle turns, and this car was all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, well, I'm kind of driving by their place. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. When we drive by, we'll stop we'll pay and the we'll bill. pay. They're kind of both having a conversation in the car, like, oh, these people never go on vacation, but that's weird. Yeah. And then they get there, and Miko Pocahontas' raccoon is outside, yeah. and he's like, what's up? What's up, brothers? Yeah. And they're like, oh, the place is shut down. There's not mm-hmm. even, like, a part-time employee. He's like, right. no, they just closed. Yeah, they just completely shut down. At which point I was thinking, like, wow, that was some dedication, though, that he made sure those shirts got to Rick. Yeah, he like, made sure that the orders were filled before they <laughs> escaped for their lives. That... Is pretty impressive. Like, we're being chased, we're gonna be killed, yeah. but let's make sure we fulfill if our If I duties. have any orders in for covers, <laughs> yeah. but my life is in danger, uh, you can bet I'm not doing your work. <laughs> Those covers may be a little late. Or non existent. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Depending on whether or not I live or die. So they're like, hmm. Well, we better go to his house then. Because we We've gotta, gotta pay, pay this bill. bill. <laughs> and and Mags is just tearing down these, like, residential roads. Oh, my God. It's like, so dangerous. Like, kids are in the street, yeah. and he's just like, we got to He's going faster in this scene than in the chase scene with the bomb from yeah. the previous episode. A hundred percent. They put, like, a dash cam kind of situation yeah. where they're pulling up, 
And I got anxiety. <laughs> and, great, and the brake squeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it comes to a stop. Yeah, and they see so they see an ambulance in front of Saul yeah. and Lena's house. And like they he slams on the brakes maybe like three feet from the bumper. Yeah, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. That was the scariest part of that whole episode is his driving. Yeah. They say that Saul has had a heart attack. Well, where's Lena? Mm-hmm. I don't know where Lena is. Lena who? Whatever, whatever. Right. So they take off. Mags and Orville, Mags and Rick go into the house and they're kind of searching around, poking mm-hmm. around, looking for Lena. It's a it's a small house, mm-hmm. so I don't know that they had to look as thoroughly as they did, no. but but it was actually kind of a nice house. It was. Way. I was thinking was that too. House. I was like, oh, you know what? This could really be like fixed up to be something really cool. Yeah, I was like, I bet it's expensive to live in Hawaii, mm-hmm. but if you had a house like that, like mm-hmm. it's and it's modest, mm-hmm. but like you fixed it up, I bet that'd be really nice. That'd I mean, be like, really cool. I'd be willing to live in Hawaii. Yeah, me and, too. And like downgrade the house a little bit. Yeah, you if know? we're living in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a kind of nice neighborhood, too. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there's a Remax sign outside, and I started to, I took the number down. <laughs> oh, and to get us back on track, Robert Loja directed this episode. Oh, my God. How did I forget that? <laughs> I think I told you to write that down. Did you know I that? did. It's in my second line. Robert Loja directed this We're way past your second episode. line. <laughs> way past that. Yeah, Robert Lo- I didn't know Robert Loja directed. Yeah, I didn't either. That was that guy's a man of many talents. Uh, that guy likes Magnum PI. He yeah. was in the pilot episode, and yeah. now he's directing it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I want to be a part of this. This is yeah. a, a phenomenon, and he's not wrong. He wasn't wrong, even if I'm annoyed by the show eighty percent of the time. Exactly. He wasn't wrong. It was a phenomenon. Yeah. So, hey, one of our listeners finally knows what you know Magnum PI references are because of this. So you know. Yeah, yeah. They know the iconography now. Yeah. Iconography. Yes. (laughs) I want to see a stained glass window of like Magnum, (laughs) his Detroit Tigers hat, and Uh the mustache. Yeah, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) The house of Magnum. The house of Magnum. So Mags leaves Rick at the house because he's Uh like, you need to break it to his wife that her husband (laughs) had a heart attack. And then he's probably dead. And he's probably dead. And Rick's like, I don't have any, I can't do that. And he's like, you'll be fine. See you later. Yeah. (laughs) And he just leaves Rick alone in the house. And I'm like, well, what's Rick supposed to do? He doesn't have a computer or a phone. No iPhone. There's not a smartphone. No Candy Crush. No Candy Crush. He can't even talk to Alexa about his problems. (laughs) Like, what is he supposed to do there? Alexa, I'm being crushed by by ennui. What do I do? Would you like to purchase ennui Echo Dots? Magnum gets to the hospital. Uh We have to talk about something with this hospital. Okay. Specifically, the PA announcements in this hospital. Okay, clearly they were stuck. Because this one was caught out, and I wrote down five times. Five times. Janet Clark... Please report to maternity. <laughs> Janet Clark, please report to maternity. That five was said five times at different parts of the day. So I'm thinking either Janet Clark is a terrible... Terrible nurse. Obstetrician. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you went nurse. I went nurse because they didn't say doctor. Because in some of the other PA announcements, oh, they say doctor. Oh, you're so smart. I'm so smart. <laughs> but yeah, either Janet Clark <laughs> is a terrible nurse... <laughs> This or this pregnant lady is like has having... escaped. She's like, I'm in labor, but I'm not gonna admit to it. No. I'm just running around. Woo! And then, and then when Mags is like, uh, an ambulance just came in uh, yeah. with my my boy Saul. He had a heart attack. And the nurse there at the nurse station, she's like, 
No uh, ambulances come in uh, with a heart attack. The only ambulances come in is for a pregnancy. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Janet Clark! <laughs> Janet, Janet Clark, get on it! <laughs> like, what's going on? It's like, the, the, it's like the writers of the show uh-huh. had no idea that there's like other like parts <laughs> of a hospital. It's just like a small cardiology <laughs> and a large maternity ward. Oh, right next door to the pediatrician too. Yeah, the pediatrician. Because they also mentioned a pediatrician a few yeah. times. On it's the all children. All children all the time in this heart attack <laughs> hospital. And, and Jana Clark is she's working hard for her money. <laughs> She is. Or she's just sitting there (laughs) drinking coffee, not answering the text. (laughs) She either works hard for her money or not hard at all. She's not doing something right. Exactly. Something's going on with Janet Clark. (laughs) See, and if I was in a Magnum PI's world, I'd be like, we should investigate this. What's going on? (laughs) So. So. So, you know, they're all, he's only there for like five seconds asking about this ambulance Mm -hmm. when Rick and Lena come running in. Yeah. Almost to the point that you're like, why, why did even say, wait? why did, yeah. wh- I mean, because it was the, like 10 thing. seconds later. Here's the thing with fiction, guys. You can make it be whatever you want. Sure. So there was like no real reason to separate them mm-hmm. and like have this whole thing happen. You could have literally just cut the episode mm-hmm. with all three of them at the hospital. <laughs> Wouldn't have made a difference. She could have been at the house before. Oh, I guess she couldn't have been. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But yeah, so they come in a little bit after. He's like, well, is there Dr. Kessler here? Mm-hmm. It's a name on this, like, uh, nitroglycerin pills that I found at Saul's house. I think that might be his cardiologist. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, Dr. Kessler is here. Right. So Dr. Kessler comes and meets them. Mm-hmm. Lean is like, that's not his doctor. That's not his doctor. And it, he's like, oh, no, no, um, he's on vacation. I'm here for the interim. Yeah, I'm, I'm his interim doctor. I've just been here for the last two weeks, which mm-hmm. is... Coincidentally, the two weeks where Saul, Saul started. has started getting really weird, yeah, and stuff. anxious, he got anxious, and mm-hmm. his his danger senses, his spidey his da- senses, his are danger arthritis that like, kicked into full gear. <laughs> we got our first real police officer. It was impressive. We ended, actually end up getting two, but there's only one. There's only initially. one at first. <laughs> we get they, he multiplies. He like he does. <laughs> <laughs> he asexually reproduces and becomes two. And she's just not being helpful to these police. Not at all. Like, the, not saying a word and being really rude. She's being rude. She's being, like, nonsensical. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had disappeared. Now, granted, I'm also like, well, no, he's been carried away in a hospital. I was going to be like, he's just missing person. But, yeah, <laughs> he's been carried away in an ambulance. Nobody can account for where he is. Right. Dr. Kessler's like, no, he's not here. Mm-hmm. So, well, honestly, if this happened to you, I would be in their face telling them to do their job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or like look- Gogan for five seconds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or I would be doing it myself. Yeah. yeah I would yeah. be hunting you down somehow. Mags pulls Lena aside. She, he's like, they're just trying to help. You need to tell me what's going on. She's like, you're going to think I'm crazy mm-hmm. if I tell you what's going on. Yeah. And he's like, try me. She's it's, like, well, the Masada are after us. No, no, no. no she, we're part no, of the Masada. He's part of the Masada. Yeah, which are Israeli agents that hunted down war criminals. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, they got Eichmann and several others that apparently only the Masada knows. Yeah, exactly. Who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And she's basically saying Nazis, Nazis everywhere, mm-hmm. but not a drop to drink. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. I, I'll believe you. Well, is he alive? And she's like, I think he's alive because he knew names and he knew operating procedures. Right. And these are things that these Nazis would want to know. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, 
Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go take them down. So they go back to the police officers, and the cops are really dismissive, too. But I Very. guess, I mean, like, you catch more flies with honey. She was kind of rude to them at first, so I guess they're like... This yeah, is- <laughs> but how about you just do your job? Yeah. But- yeah. Yeah, you've been hired. In fact, it says on the side of the car to protect and serve. But you could protect and serve with a smile is all I'm saying. You need to start serving. You look- You'd look a lot prettier if you smile. <laughs> hear that, cops? Officer friendly. <laughs> Officer friendly. <laughs> smile more. And then there was a kind of cool scene. Uh, I didn't write down any of the dialogue where, like, <laughs> Mags is trying to convince her that she can't stay at her house because mm-hmm. she might get captured. And he's he wants to keep take her to Robin's Masters, Robin Masters' house, mm-hmm. which is apparently referred to as the Robin's Nest. Yes, Robin's Nest. This is Nest. new canon for me. No, it's not. It's always called the Robin's Nest. It's been Nest. established yes. as Robin's Nest? Yes, it always has. Oh, man. I must sleep through half these episodes. <laughs> I think you do, because every time I look over you, you're going, <sighs> your mouth is wide open, there's drool, drool coming down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, bazooms! <laughs> bazooms! <laughs> but, like, every time you... you and she's like... <laughs> I just have that image of you just waking up. Bazooms! <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's continue. So, <laughs> you okay? No, I've got the giggles. Okay? <laughs> anyway, let's continue. He keeps trying to get her to be like, you got to stay at Robin's Ma- Robin Masters' house. And she's like, I'm not going to stay at Robin Masters' house. And then Rick will immediately repeat whatever she just yeah, said. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and he'll be like, she doesn't want to stay at Robin Masters' house. Yeah. He's like, you'll be safer there. She's like, I don't care. And then Rick will be like, she doesn't care. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it's not. Because she was only looking at Rick, too, this entire yeah. time. You know. Was not even glancing at That's interesting. At and put a pin in that. Uh-huh. Because that's interesting, mm-hmm. what we know about Rick. Yes. So, physically. What do we know about Rick physically? <gasps> oh, you think? Maybe. We're going to get to it. We'll, we'll talk about it when we reveal the reveal. I don't know. Magnum doesn't look very Jewish to me. Oh, my God, you're ruining the We're going to get to it. Okay, okay. So, then it cuts to Saul on this boat, mm-hmm. and there's two gentlemen... Gentlemen. Do I call kidnappers gentlemen? No, they're Nazis. They, we got two <clears throat> Nazis. Nazis. Nazis that are like half him drugged mm-hmm. or he's unconscious or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they leave. They're taking good care of him health wise. Health wise. Making a, sure he's staying alive. He's laying nice down boat. on a nice bed. It's a nice boat. Yeah, it's a nice boat. It's a little dated, but I mean, you mm-hmm. can fix it up. It's a good mm-hmm. fixer up. Kind of like the house. They're making sure he's in good health. Yeah. The phone rings, they go get the phone, and it's Kessler, the doctor. Right. And they're like, yeah, we got him. Hmm. And then while they're on the phone, Saul opens his eyes and tries to make a break for it. But because he's like 90,000 years old, they easily capture him. Right. And re-drug him. Yeah. And they tell Dr. Kessler, like, we got him. We had a drug. Oh, newsflash, Dr. Kessler's in on it. Yeah, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dr. Kessler's in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. They're like, oh, Doc, we had to re-drug him. And Dr. Kessler's like, no. Why? He like, has a really weak heart. You can't keep doing this. This guy is like a million. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't give him more than like 30 cc's yeah. of knock-knock goodnight juice. You know, like, <laughs> like it's going to kill him. They're like, eh, I think he'll be fine. All right. Spoiler alert, he's not fine. He's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mags goes home with Lena. Mm-hmm. He gets trapped in the car by Zeus and Apollo. Right. Again, he has to call, actually call 
Fat Huggins fun. on the Audi. Yeah. Is that what I'm saying that right? Audi? The Audi car. The Audi? A-U-D-I. Yeah. <laughs> it, from the, like, uh, the X-rated bat phone that is the main phone. <laughs> it, I'm not going to describe it. No. I won't describe it. No. But if you watch the episode. Highbrow, honey. We're, we're highbrow. Highbrow. I'm just saying, look up a picture and tell me what it looks like. <laughs> but Huggins places it right next to his ear, slaps it against his face. Okay, high brow. <laughs> I haven't said anything. I'm just describing the scene. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. And Max is like, I'm trapped because of the, the dogs. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my problem with the scene. I really wouldn't have brought that up, but that's not really important to right. the plot, except for the fact Mags is always shown to, like, know what's going on. He's always ahead of the game. Like, even with the phone call, yeah. Huggins is like, how did you get this number? I just changed this number. And, right. And... Mags is like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Was it was a lucky guess. No, no problem. But yet, he can never remember to bring anything nope. to, like, deal with the dogs that always Just trap him. Just throw them some dog. bacon bits. Yeah, the, the bacon strips. Yeah. Bacon! Yeah, bacon strips. That's what they are, not bacon bits. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> it's all garbage. <laughs> Hugs, kind of, like, against type, is more than welcoming to Lena. This is, like, mm-hmm. the first time Mags has ever brought anyone over, but I guess... Well, but she is over the age of, like, 19. Yeah, and I was going to say, well, she's going through, like, a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. But the, like, children of the corn girls were going through a traumatic experience, and he was, like, not having any of it. Yeah, they were under 19. (laughs) (laughs) He, he likes mature women. He's like David from uh, Murder, She Wrote. (laughs) So while they're talking, she kind of, like, flicks her wrist a bit, Mm -hmm. like Spidey, (laughs) thwip, thwip, and her bracelets fall down, and she has a tattoo on her wrist uh, Mm -hmm. that she was in a, indicating she was in a concentration camp. Right. And Hugs is like, oh, wow, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And she's like, don't worry, don't be sorry for us. We survived. Yeah. And she's still kind of giving them a little bit of hemming and hawing about staying at the robin's nest. Mm -hmm. But Mags is like, I'm going to go get your things. Right. And you're going to be fine. And she... And they go through a whole list of the things that like she needs because it's clear she wants to leave. It's it's obvious she didn't want to be there in the first place. And like she's like even like my delicates, my delicates, and he's yeah. like, don't worry, I'll close my eyes. Mm-hmm. I understand. Right. So he leaves. Now his spidey sense is tingling, <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what it is. Like it's a very like a weird episode, yeah. and like. If they really leaned into it, the show could be paranormal. Oh, totally. In fact, it would make it so much better. <laughs> yeah, it actually would. Because it's like, there's no reason why he should be like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I got a bad feeling about a this. bad feeling about this. But like, it, you might as well be like, he's having like a vision of the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he says his, his spidey senses are tingling. He's going to go get her stuff. While mm-hmm. he's out doing that, the Nazis storm the, the tidal pool. <laughs> <laughs> and and they break into the Robin's estate. No problemo. No, no problem. Easy peasy lemon No alarms. I mean, like, yeah. what are Huggins and Max doing? I don't know. I don't know. Because the entire time I was like, come on, Apollo Zeus. Yeah, gotta know they're coming. But they're he just has, chilling. They're inside. They're chilling inside the den. Just like, chilling. Yeah. They're just chilling. And, like, I'm like. And then finally, once the, the Nazis are really close to the yeah. house, then, then they, they finally start barking. start barking. But there's no alarm. No. Nothing. And they start barking. And that's when. Huggins is like, I'm going to go look into this. Yeah. So he goes and grabs a PP, Walter, where are they? Oh, Walter, Walter PPK. Walter PPK. Yeah. And he turns on the, he, he takes out his 
binoculars, mm-hmm. his binocs. <laughs> <laughs> These binoculars, by the way, are use. huge. <laughs> yeah, they are And they are cartoonish in size. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his eyes could have popped out the other side <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, right. And he sees that the some of the barbed wire has been cut. Mm-hmm. He flips the switch on the property. The Nazis hit the dirt. Right. Hugs gets into action. He's like yeah. a roly-poly Rambo. Yeah, it's He starts awesome. like rolling over fences. And, mm-hmm. and I thought they were going to play it for a joke, to be quite honest with no, you. No, no, but they go serious with yeah, it. Yeah, like, well, like, yeah. and I don't mean like defending against Nazis as a joke, but I mean like <laughs> Huggins is a roly-poly type man and he rolls over like a like a mm-hmm. like a gate or a fence or a wall mm-hmm. and you feel like the next thing is like he's going to go over the other and he's going to be like, oh, I fell over the keys. <laughs> like a joke, like, Right. Wayne's World would do or something. Well, but this isn't Wayne's World, honey. This is Magnum <laughs> P.I. Why is Wayne's World my go-to? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, reference. Like, here's something from 30 years ago. <laughs> no, Wayne's World is newer than Magnum P.I. No, I, I know. I know, but like... Not even the same could, decade, I man. Couldn't, I couldn't even come up with a contemporary, like, <laughs> example. It has to be from freaking 30 Could have been like ago. Shaun of the Dead, jumping Shaun over the, the gates. There yeah, you go. there you go. Shaun of the Dead. Hot That's fuzz. 15 years ago. There you yeah. go. Woo! Getting closer, getting closer. So, and he tells... Uh, before he goes out there, he tells Apollo and Zeus, he's like, guard. Right. You guard Lena with your lives. Mm-hmm. And he goes out there, he gets the drop on one of the Nazis, and unfortunately, <laughs> the other Nazis you weren't <laughs> looking at... Can attack you from behind. <laughs> the other Nazi you didn't even know was there. Clever girl. Clever girl. And he gets shot. He gets shot in the face. <laughs> gets shot in the face. And <laughs> Lena opens up the door, which she's not supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, and, and she's like, tells Zeus and Apollo, she's like, go get him. Go get him. Yeah. So that's no And of good. course, Zeus and Apollo, because they're so well trained, listen to what she says. Yeah. I thought they only took orders from Higgins. They don't leave. They don't They are the worst, worst dogs. guard dogs. We need some new dogs. They are super friendly. <laughs> they're like, they're but, yawning. The one yeah. of them was yawning one when it was supposed yawning. to be like barking at like intruders. He was like, and Magnum actually has a line later on where he's like, why don't you guys attack people the same way you attack me? Right. When he goes and finds Higgins. Shot dead on the ground. Essentially, as far as he knows, dead. I mean, it's cute because mm-hmm. Zeus and Apollo are like kind of guarding his body. Yeah. But then Max gets there and he's like, "Scram, dogs!" And they're like, "Okay." Yeah. And he's like, and he says at that point, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, "Why are you listening to me now? Yeah, you never exactly. listen to me. Why don't you attack intruders the same way you attack me? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't you have done that? So they go to the hospital, and there's a dumb bed gag with TC. TC shows up oh again uh, for no reason. I mean, we're other than to be like, hey, we we're we're paying him title credits, so we should probably put him in. An we episode. gotta put him in. Like, let's get our money's worth. Let's get our money's or TC money worth. <laughs> and and it, we're like electric beds, like mm-hmm. hospital beds. Were those like a new thing? I think so. I think I point, think they were. We're talking about the '80s. Okay, because TC is just like playing with the remote control. Yeah, and then like, and it's moving the bed, bed up and down. And, and, and Huggins is like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I thought this was the TV controller." I want to go watch the ball game. game. I want to watch the ball game. And then he goes, "I want to watch the ball game," but I guess you won't let me. I'll go to the maternity ward <laughs> and find something expected. Janet Clark is probably turning on. <laughs> and I think there is another game. Janet Clark. There is another one. Five times, every in different time, scenes, different times of day. Every time it's in the hospital, yeah. like in like Janet I mean, Clark gets she, to like, maternity. Yeah. Yeah, and there's going to be another one. There's oh, still yeah. another there's one. There's two more to go. <laughs> so he goes off to watch the ball game. Mm-hmm. 
And Huggins has like a weird section here where, where he's like, well, why didn't she stay with the lads? He calls the dogs the lads. The lads, his lads. And he's like, the dogs are okay? And Max is like, yeah. And he's like, that shouldn't be. Because he's basically saying those dogs will die, would have died defending her. Yeah. But if they're still alive, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And the only thing they can come up with is she, which she did. And she did. She sicked the dogs off. Because apparently they take orders from her. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. They take every orders from everyone except for Magnum. Yeah. Except for one time. Yeah. (laughs) So... So Mags goes back to the hospital. We get another page for Janet Clark. Another page for Janet Clark. She must be like a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) She's just, I mean, she's either very lazy or very busy. I don't know. But she's never in maternity. But you know what? I think it was the, wasn't it the same nurse at the reception station? Yes, yes. So she's She's, been working all day too. She's on like a 20 hour shift. Yeah. I mean, like, that's common, I suppose, but it's like. They, yeah, they didn't even bother being like, no, we're going to have one extra. But they this. do have her flirting with another nurse who's there. Yeah, that was odd. That was an odd little detail. They were yeah. just like, oh, and let's, let's make her flirt. Yeah. <laughs> so Mags basically goes to the hospital. And he's like, hey, where's Dr. Kessler's office? Because he remembers mm-hmm. that nobody knew that Lena was staying at the Robin's Nest. Except for Dr. Kessler. Well, he said, me, mm-hmm. Rick, mm-hmm. Um, the cops, mm-hmm. and Dr. Kessler was there. No, the cops wouldn't have even known. Well, he he mentions. Them oh that. well, they had dis- he had dismissed the cops earlier on. Yeah, so yeah, they I wouldn't guess, have even known. Yeah, that's true actually. But yeah. he mentions the cops, unless they did it some other time. Who knows? Come on, this isn't the greatest of writing. <laughs> okay, on. it's got to be there somewhere. <laughs> they wouldn't have a plot hole. <laughs> so he breaks into Kessler's office, and he starts rooting through all like the uh, all the stuff, uh, medical files. Mm-hmm. He says there's not much really in it. Mm-hmm. But he sees one word, which is the name of a concentration camp. Uh, that Lena said she uh, was in. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he calls up Kessler. Mm-hmm. Bold as brass. Bold as brass. Him, calls well, him up. yeah, you want to take down these Nazis? Yeah. Take them down. Yeah, he calls him. For, he's like, I'm in your office right now. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to speak to Saul and Lena because mm-hmm. they're at your house. And Kessler's like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're not at my house. He's like, oh, I think you do know what I'm talking yeah. about, Mr. Nazi. So I will call the cops and we will storm your house and take you down. And so he's like, well, okay, then meet me at my house. Let me tell you what's going on. Right. Mags is like, he's like, I'm probably walking into a trap. But so that's I'm going to okay. bring my own friend. So except gonna... for TC, because he's apparently still in the maternity ward watching the football game. Yeah. With Jana Clark. Yeah. He's... he's <laughs> he, Yes, that's where it has to be. He's still watching the ball game. Yeah. And they even say, like, we tried to reach TC, but... We couldn't get a hold of him. Couldn't get a hold of him, so... I mean, they even paged Janet Clark to try to get a hold of him. So their plan is... Mags is going to come up beachside. He's going to storm Kessler's title pool. Normandy style. Normandy style. Mm-hmm. Rick is going to dress... <laughs> is going to dress... He's going to be a distraction and act as a delivery man. A sushi delivery man. And he's even Wait got... a second. Now, is it true in Hawaii they have sushi delivery? I was thinking the same thing. Because if that's the case, we are moving into Lena's old home. And we're going to get and sushi And I'm going to order sushi every, every day. Every and have day. it delivered. Yes. Are you kidding me? Is that a thing? I, I'm assuming it must be a thing. We, I'm sorry. Because folks. I'm sure this I'm is... So, there might because be this that... is like decades before Go Waiter. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, what? Yeah, I, I we live in a we live in the South. We live in Georgia. We don't we don't yeah. have delivery sushi. So maybe yeah. a lot of you are all thinking like, yeah, of course. Everybody we, has delivery sushi. We don't have delivery sushi no. where we live. No, we don't. Well, you know what? I bet 
We do, but I wouldn't trust it. No, me either. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so he comes up, he dresses up like this, and he says, uh, he knocks on the door, this is Rick, dressed with his, like, headband. Oh, God. And they even even thought this was so fun that they put it in the intro summary of, like, one of the great scenes of of the entire episode. This is one of those classic goofs. Oh, my God. And it's Rick. (sighs) And he says, your wish for fish come true. Except he does it in the worst Asian accent. Yeah. It's and he, so That's like racist. his go-to move. It really is. It's like to do the racist Asian accent. Yeah. He's done it a few times. Yeah, Mickey point. Rooney was his idol. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Mags breaks in mm-hmm. and lo and behold, Kessler's already dead. Yeah, already dead. Lying on the ground. And he invites Rick in and they're looking at it and Rick thinks his Masada must have killed him. Right. Like, and Mags is like, no, they slit his throat. That's not Masada's style. Right. They don't do that. And at that point, Mags has a picture mm-hmm. of Saul and Lena. Mm-hmm. And he, when he was at their house gathering their, their stuff, he had picked this up. Because mm-hmm. it was like, he was giving it to her to be like, don't worry about your husband. These are happier times. These are happier times. Right. Here's a picture of your husband. And he has a picture still on him. And he mm-hmm. looks at it. And he says, Rick, look at this picture. Mm-hmm. Rick looks at the picture and, oh, I should say also, and they turn Kessler over mm-hmm. and Kessler. Kessler has the ID number on his yeah, wrist. Yeah, he, so what's going on here? He's mm-hmm. supposed to be the Nazi. Why does he have a concentration camp yeah. number on him? Mm-hmm. And Mags shows the picture to Rick and he says, what's on Lena's wrist there? And Rick says, nothing. There's nothing. Not like, even well, a tattoo. Yeah. And he's like, when do you think that picture was taken? He's like, in the 50s. It had to been after, after the, the war. war. So they deduce that the best way for a Nazi to escape that like, war, war crimes, crimes is, is to, to pretend, pretend to be, be a Nazi. Jew. Yeah, to pretend to be Jewish. So they got the tattoos of ID numbers on their wrist in order to, to be fake Jews. it, which is yeah. disgusting. This, that okay when that happened, like that, I knew this I knew the M. Night she Shyamalan twist of the show. I knew she wasn't on the level, right? But that was disgusting. That is foul. Like I. I don't know what about that is is just so obscene to right. me. Mm-hmm. But it, I guess it's like the not well, taking responsibility for all of the disgusting actions they took. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe it's something like that. I mean, just the fact uh, that, like, well, I mean, it's like, uh, I'm trying to think of a way that is an appropriate way of describing this. I mean, it'd be like if, like, someone murdered someone in your family mm-hmm. and then, like, and then married Mar- you. Married into it. Oh, sort of like and those like, movies where, like, the murderer kills your husband and then marries the wife? Yeah, kind of like that. It's like yeah. it's, it's not just the fact that you did something, an atrocity. Yeah. It's the fact that you're you're using that atrocity to hide the foul yeah. crap yeah. that you did. Yeah, it's, I, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's so, absolutely disgusting. I mean, and, and remember, Saul and Lena are, like, pillars of the Hawaiian community. Yeah. So then we cut back to Saul mm-hmm. on the boat. and Oh, yeah, we cut back to Saul on the boat with mm-hmm. the two people who probably are Musada. Yeah, most definitely. They because he even are. leans over, now all of a sudden the Star of David yeah. uh, And that's why they were taking good care of their prisoner, yeah. you know, Saul, yeah. making sure he was in good health because they want them to stand trial. They want them to stand trial for you their know? crimes. And, it's called justice. Right. And they see what they think is Kessler mm-hmm. driving up into the marina mm-hmm. and they go out to investigate it and it's Lena mm-hmm. and she murders and she's going right through away. just slitting throats with that's a scalpel. Her, that's her thing. She just like starts slitting throats. Yeah. Slitting throats. 
so Mags, of course, has figured this all out at this mm-hmm. point. He heads to the marina. He does like a million dollar man jump <laughs> onto this boat that's like insane. Seamless editing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it was funny though too because like the boat was taking forever to get out of the marina. Right. It was like, it was like that scene. Oh, I feel like I'm referencing. A, a lot of Mike Myers movies, but like, oh, no. and like Austin Powers, <laughs> and he's got like the car and he's trying to like turn it around, right? And, and it's like, like a twelve take, point it's turn, like a twelve point turn. <laughs> like that's what the boat's doing, and it's like it's got this like action shot of Magnum, right. like <laughs> like running, and this boat's like <laughs> and reverse <laughs> and, and forward, forward. And, and reverse, reverse and forward, <laughs> and he leaps on, he gets onto the boat, and he sneaks in, and he hears. Lena crying, mm-hmm. and he walks in, and Saul is dead. Saul he, is dead. He did over, die from few, all of that tranquilizer. Yeah, he really wasn't healthy enough to take that yeah. stuff. And she grabs her bloody scalpel, mm-hmm. and Max pulls out his gun on her. Mm-hmm. And she, he's and like, she was trying to excuse her actions by saying it was war. It was war. Like, it was war. It we was were just following war. orders. It was war. And just remember, guys. We gotta stand up to tyranny whenever we see it. For sure. So just remember that. But she's saying it was war. We were doing it, and mm-hmm. it turns out that I think, or at least it's heavily implied, Saul put Kessler's family in the gas chamber. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. Kessler, when and he so became Kessler Saul, recognized him yeah, immediately. Yeah, because you don't forget. I don't care how no. long it's been. You don't forget the face of the person that like Killed murdered your, your family. Yeah. I mean, she just like loses it at that point. Mm-hmm. She's like. Uh, we just pretended to be Jewish, but we were never Jewish in our hearts. Like, yeah. she just goes off the rails Nazi at that point. Yeah, she's a total Nazi. And he points the gun at her, and then it cuts. And we don't really know what I happened. I don't know what happened, I because feel... at the end of it, she was like, yes, it's finally over. It's finally over, and she was gripping the scalpel. Mm-hmm. And in my head canon, <laughs> and this might be gruesome, was that she slit her own throat. Oh, I don't think you can do that. I... Not with a little scalpel. She slit other people's throats. Yeah, but not. But you have to have a certain torque in order to do it. I don't know. Right in. We'll do a we'll do a poll. <laughs> <laughs> Can you slit your own I think she tried leaping at Magnum. And he shot her. And he shot her. See, I would believe that, but usually because they do a like an ex, uh, mm-hmm. an outside external shot of the boat, right? Like an establishing shot. And they didn't hear a gunshot. There's shot. no gunshot. Yeah. So, but there's no scream or anything either. Well, she wouldn't be screaming if she's slitting her throat. Well, maybe Magnum would be like. I don't, what is he going to say? I don't know. I don't know. Does, I don't know. Does Magnum just stand there cold, like, I cold think detached? so. I think he just, like, watches her just die. Watches if, her bleed out. If it's out. your headcanon that happens. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so, after seeing her slit her own throat, Mags goes home. Mm-hmm. He drives Hugs home. He's out at the tidal pool skipping some stones. Mm-hmm. Huggins comes out. Yeah. And he says, you know, I want to thank you. Uh, Magnum for saving my life. Yeah. And I know that these were friends of yours. Yeah. So Robin Masters <laughs> has some Australian stewardesses <laughs> coming in. He wanted me to show him around town. So as a reward <laughs> for stopping Nazis, <laughs> I want you to go have sex with these stewardesses. <laughs> 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 Just like payment. <laughs> payment rendered. It's just like crazy payment. Like here's some women. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. They're not worth a gogan, but you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> only five little girls are only worth a gogan. <laughs> Their currency is in stews. <laughs> and and then 
that's when Huggins has the real heart to heart with him. Right. About, hey, man, I just want you to know. Yeah. Nazis are pieces of crap. <laughs> Let's just reiterate this. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think I understand. I have uh, an experience in my life mm-hmm. where I was had a coworker mm-hmm. who was doing some very nefarious things. Mm. Did not know about it. Oh, right. Yeah. And he was a good friend of mine. He was like mm-hmm. a mentor mm-hmm. at my job. Ugh. And then, yeah. And it turned out, I'm not going to get into it, but yeah. he was doing some very, very awful things. Yeah. And it's weird when you learn that. He was arrested. He was put in jail. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And it's weird when you find someone that you you like. And this wasn't just smoking pot that he was arrested for. This was bad. Yeah, this is bad news bears. This was this was bad. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no. If it was just pot, I would have said it. Yeah. Um, this was really disturbing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, there's a weird thing when you're the friend of that person. Mm-hmm. And I knew him for probably five years, six yeah. years, something like that. That your whole brain has to re calibrate mm-hmm. how you feel about this person. And you feel and I, dirty. Yeah, you feel dirty. And yeah. I feel like that's what Mags is feeling at the end there. Mm-hmm. He's like, these people were my friends. Yeah. And now I have to somehow adjust to the fact that they were awful murderers. Yeah. I thought they were like Rick's t-shirt hookup. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and tuxedo makers. <laughs> Saul's t-shirt and tuxedos. <laughs> and on the back of each tuxedo jacket is like a sunset. <laughs> Where they print it on there. <laughs> I wonder if that's where he gets his like sushi outfits too. Because where did he get that? I don't know. <laughs> Goes into a Benihana. Hey, can I borrow that outfit? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nazis suck. Nazis suck. And that's the that's the moral of this story. Yeah. Nazis suck, and anyone who does awful things that you need to be actually thrown into jail for. Yes. Pot doesn't count. That's dumb. No. Um, but like you know. It's weird. It's a weird. It's a weird kind of thing. It was kind of a heavy. It's a heavy epi- epi- episode. Episode. <laughs> EpiPen. It's an episode pen. <laughs> but um. But yeah. So, what were your thoughts of this episode? My thoughts. That was a great twist. It was a good because I knew she was shady, but I didn't think that she would be hiding herself as a Jew. Yeah, like I, there was something about because like they kept trying to like protect her, yeah, and she kept being like, no, 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 I'm just gonna go home and make myself a sandwich. Yeah, and it's like, so what are something, you about? something was clearly off. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming, and, and when it did happen, it. I was, I was disgusted. Yeah, it's really disgusting. Yeah. They're, they're definitely like the foulest. I've said the word a lot. They're, like, <laughs> disgusting. They're the worst villains mm-hmm. I think we've seen so far, maybe. In on, Magnum? Uh, Magnum? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think back on some of the other ones. But, like, these these people are really gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who kind of does that. Uh, my feelings of the episode, honestly, I wasn't really into it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of bored, but that might have been me more than anything. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Like, the last, like, 15 minutes or so, mm-hmm. like, once that, like, reveal happens, yeah. then I was really engaged. Well, I think Up it was then, really I... boring because they kept padding out Lena's scenes of being, like, hesitant and stuff. And so that was really boring. Well, that was boring. And then you had, like, multiple TC scenes that had nothing to nothing do with to anything. Nothing to do with anything. So they were clearly trying to pad the episode for time, which I yeah. think hurt the flow of the mm-hmm. show for me. So there's no momentum at the beginning. Yeah. So going into it, I kind of was just like... All right, what, mm-hmm. what's going on? What are all these words I have to write down? You know, like, that I'm going to have to remember. Exactly. 
but then like yeah like once that reveal happens which mm -hmm. i honestly didn't see happening and it was a good because it's one of those things where you could go back and watch the episode again yeah. and see that picture oh yeah it, like the clue is right there in front of you the whole time yeah but you're not really gonna notice but you're it. not really noticing you're not really mm -hmm. thinking so they they hide the clue cleverly yes they do that's the best compliment i'm probably ever gonna give this show <laughs> that like you don't really think about it until it's revealed mm -hmm. what it is so that's good mm -hmm. so anything else you want to say Nope, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I'm done with Nazis. I'm done with Nazis. I, I don't want to. I don't want to invite that word anymore into my. Home. I don't want that. I don't want that energy. I don't I want the energy. I mean, we're doing this, you know, for you guys. <laughs> I, I honestly almost had a thought, like when I saw what the episode was about, like be like, maybe we should maybe skip we should this. skip it. Yeah. But you know, we're trying to do every episode, so we're yeah. going to do every episode. Exactly. You know. But if you want to watch a really terrifying tale of Nazis. The boy in the striped pajamas. Oh God! No, I yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Because it's also cute, and oh my God, I cried throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I, I mean, like the whole thing. I would be so happy if we could just like Nazis could go away forever. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be nice. That'd be great. In the meantime, <laughs> you can reach us on Twitter, mm -hmm. Magnum. She wrote at Twitter. Oh wait, you don't see that. No. Oh my you God! Don't. Why can I never get this right? I no, I don't know. Here, why don't we switch? Pretend to do an intro, and I'll do the extra. <laughs> okay. You can reach us at Twitter. Oh, I mean the X, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you can get us on Twitter. No, 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 no. Oh. I'll, I'll do it. Oh. Contact us at Magnum, she wrote, and Gmail. Magnum, she wrote at gmail.com. Wow, you're so good at that. I, you know? Now, now, you try doing an intro. I was, oh, like, welcoming oh, okay. in the episode. Okay. Hi, all. <laughs> you, I didn't laugh when you were doing it. <laughs> it sounds weird coming from you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do say hi, all, don't I? You, every time. Every, do I? <laughs> That's really? Your, okay. I thought that was your thing. No. I thought that was like your, like, uh, hello, people of Earth kind of. <laughs> like, oh, wow. No, I didn't know I was doing it. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you're not very creative, then, are you? <laughs> anyway, we love you. Have a great week. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.